0: So, this is the Self-Development with Tactics book. So, hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics fucking podcast. <laughs> and I'm pretty fucking pumped to be here and, first of all, something that I just want to tell you, see this? This is Marketing by Seth Godin. I actually bought the book. Um, I have been talking about uh, about it actually before. Um, I'm pretty happy that it now arrived. It took, I think, two days, actually, you know, through Amazon. I think it's just really amazing. You know, they handle it so quickly, and if there is a problem, you can always just send it back and whatever, and this is just, you know, it's just a good service. And you can definitely see, you know, why this company is just so big and why it got so big, because it is actually doing a lot of things right. Um about the book I've just you know looked at it I think the cover is great by the way um something that bothers me maybe is the font inside of the book it's a little bit too big too big at my point of view it's you know it's quite big and I'm pretty used you know maybe I'm just used to just really really small fonts but the design itself uh, in terms of the book is is quite great there is a lot of um Yeah, there's a lot of space, it's not like, you know, the the font is, or the type is everywhere and you can't actually see nothing, but um, yeah, I hope it is a good book, I will just, you know, totally tell you if I've gone through it, and yeah, you know, I think it, it just looks great also in terms of the color. I'm happy with it and this is actually something um, because a colleague told me and or my whole class that he actually didn't really enjoy one book because the type was so big that it actually seemed to be a fucking poster and this is something I can totally feel because this is actually something that, you know, might only just disappoint you or just kind of fuck with you if... Um, you have just, you know, a little education in this certain space, or um, if you just, you know, handle with type and with typefaces and with fonts all the time, I think therefore you just, you know, somehow create a sense of, um, yeah, sensibility in terms of, of, of fonts and of of um, design as well, um, which can definitely be in such a way a pretty negative point if you just, you know, uh, look at it in this way. But, and um, to not talk about this, the whole fucking time, I'm going to talk about Feeling Good by David D. Burns. And as you can see, I'm actually not on paulminers.com website or on uh, the powermoves.com website. and actually on the samuelthomasdavis.com website, which is, you know, practically the website I quite started with. Quite, um, yeah, going through all the books they have. And I actually quite, um, before, was just thinking about actually going through another marketing book. But because I'm actually going through one or will go through one on myself, I don't know if this was or wouldn't be too much for me. And um, I do not actually want to uh, want you to be just kind of feeling it that I'm actually not pretty much willing to go through a book because this is also something that's, you know, not fucking good. But um, I've seen, yeah, feeling good seems to be quite, you know, seems to be quite okay. seems to be. Um, some good stuff in it. It's not too long. It's not too short, and there seem to be, you know, pretty great, um, pretty great suggestions and uh, pretty great insights in it. And I do hope that I might go through it in actually two episodes because <laughs> I know myself, and I I just wanted to say and I thought about before the episode if I actually can go through it, um, just you know, in one episode. But I think you no, know, uh, this is not quite possible for me because I'm always taking such a lot of time. Um I do actually want to go through Notes from a Friend by Anthony Robbins which is actually Tony Robbins and um because he recommends Awaken the Child Within also by Tony Robbins and The Happiness Advantage and Notes from a Friend which I think uh, all three of them are just you know pretty great books um The Happiness Advantage I haven't read it actually uh only in terms of the summary and the summary was quite great if I remember um but yeah So, Feeling Good by David D. Burns, MD. Is MD actually some kind of doctor or some doctor degree or something? I don't actually know. MD. MD degree. Medical degree. (laughs) Okay, this would have made sense. So, the book in three sentences. All your moods are created by your thoughts. Totally makes sense. When you're depressed, your thoughts are dominated by a per- pervasive negativity, and the negative thoughts which cause your depression nearly always contain gross cognitive distortions. Does this mean, okay, um, are there some kind of, you know, distorting your just kind of how your 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 view, your sight actually, how you just see things, how you you know think about things? I'm pretty pretty, mucky, pretty fucking <laughs> looking forward for this one because I think it's quite actually a good one. But you know I shouldn't be just too too <laughs> too um, yeah too hoping for it because you know if it's then bad at the end I will just be more disappointed than before. So the five big ideas. Uh, every bad feeling you have is a result of your dis- distorted negative thinking. Uh, the second one is your thoughts create your emotions therefore your emotions cannot prove that your thoughts are accurate. Okay? The third one is every bad feeling you have is the result of your distorted negative thinking. The fourth one is your feeling your your feelings result from the meaning you give to the event not from the event itself. And this is actually something that Tony Robbins actually emphasizes quite a lot as well and I think it's totally true and it makes sense as well. So um you know it's Always just in terms of how you think about things, but um, but yeah, yeah, so this is actually something that Tony Robbins also emphasizes a lot on, uh, which is you know, at my point of view, totally true because um, this just makes sense, you know, you're just giving certain things in certain situations uh, a meaning, you know, if it's um, you know, the thing is. The thing is, if, you know, something is is happening to your spouse or to some people that are quite near to you, you just, you know, you just get hurt a lot more because these people are just, you know, uh, they have a lot of meaning in your life and you gave them a lot of meaning in your life. And this does does just then make sense for me that, you know, everything is quite about meaning. And the thing is, um, Tony says, okay, you can just some kind of change it and you can just some kind of do it and um but I quite think okay this is some sort of yes and no so giving meaning is something that happens subconsciously as well but I do think on the other hand that you know you can just really kind of uh, interfere this kind of progress or process actually and kind of change it up a little you know I think and um, there's always a way we can consciously or con- yeah consciously do some things And the fifth and last one is, you are wrong in your belief that suicide is the only solution or the best solution to your problem. This is something Tony Robbins also talks quite a lot about, and I think he is just a really great explanation for why people actually commit suicide. And he always says that the people who are committing suicide actually do not um, kind of connect as much pain with dying than as much pain with... So they do not connect as much pain with dying than actually living, so therefore they just mean that living is more painful than actually dying, and this is something that, yeah, that suicidal be suicidal people just think, and this is also something where you just you know what you just have to change about them, or you have to just you know kind of make them uh, some kind of figure it out themselves, but not really, but um, just. Just tell them and make make it clear for them that it is actually their thing, that, you know, their life is something precious and they only have one fucking life in their life. Or, you know, probably, you know, who knows. So let's go on with the actual summary, the feeling good summary. The first principle of cognitive therapy, or therapy actually, is that all your moods are created by your cognitions or thoughts. The second principle is that when you are feeling depressed, your thoughts are dominated by a per Pervasive negativity. The third principle is substantial philosophical and therapeutic uh, importance. Is of substantial philosophical and therapeutic or therapeutic whatever uh, importance. Uh, our research has documented that the negative thoughts which cause your emotion turmoil. Tr- t- how do I actually say it? Uh, Tam oil. Timoil Turmoil? Nearly always contain gross distortion. And I'm actually pretty looking forward to what they mean by gross distortion. Every bad feeling you have is a result of your distorted negative thinking. And every time you feel depressed about something, try to identify a corresponding negative thought you had just prior to. And during the And during the depression, because these thoughts have actually created your bad mood by learning to restructure them, you can change your mood. So I think this is important, so therefore I'm going to just repeat it again. Every time you feel depressed about something, try to identify a corresponding negative thought you had just prior to and during the depression depression, actually. Um, Because these thoughts have actually created your bad mood. By learning to reconstruct them, you can change your mood. And I think this makes sense. Uh, We just create patterns for ourselves, just some kind of thought patterns. The thing is, uh, the whole pattern thing, I've, you know, heard it once, and I think it makes sense. And I'm just, you know, quite trying to explain it right now. Um, For example, you're doing something very specific. You're... um, I don't know, you're just doing something and this certain thing gets associated with, you know, pain and with, you know, being not really happy in your brain. This is something your brain just some kind of, maybe because something happened once and therefore it just got really burned into your brain. This is just something that your brain kind of associates or associates with this certain situation. The thing is, because your brain associates um, this certain thing with it or the negative feelings with it, Every single time when you're doing this certain thing, you will have a bad feeling or you will just, you know, feel not good because you're just, you know, your brain is just wired to that. The thing is how to change is that you actually kind of think about it differently or just change up this pattern. And this is something that's, you know, way easier than just, you know, actually doing it. But, uh, or it sounds way easier than actually doing it. But um, I think it's actually always good to ask yourself questions. Um, Maybe, okay, you're just... Let's get a quick example i don't know <laughs> um, something that might might concern people or might just let people feel not good um, um, i don't know uh, people in school uh, when someone goes into school and they have some kind of associate pain with school, they immediately just feel bad in school, whatever they're doing, you know this is just a fact okay this is just the pattern and therefore just going to school and maybe not thinking about okay it is such a bad place or you know i don't like the people maybe some kind of changing the pattern up or thinking about it kind of differently or getting to new new friends or getting to new new people in this area or in the school that you actually just change this pattern up and change this thought up or this association or this wired thing that your brain actually thinks okay you know this is actually not a wire to pain but it's rather wired to having friends and having fun and doing this and that and whatever Hmm. you know i've i hope i kind of explained what i thought i you know during my explanation i kind of thought as well okay you know this doesn't make too much sense but i hope you got something out of it you know i'm i'm you know, I'm not quite educated in this space. I just know a lot of self-help books. I know a lot about, you know, why people think certain things or why I just think about certain things or think certain things. And and therefore, I just assume a lot and therefore, I just think a lot about, you know, what other people might be thinking as well. But um, I think actually going through all these self-help summaries actually helped me with just some kind of creating a new and happier life for myself. And actually, kind of knowing and quite you know trying to understand what i'm feeling why i'm feeling it and how i can change this up so that i'm not feeling you know when I'm, when it's bad that i'm just not feeling bad anymore um but yeah so cognitive distortions a complete list note from sam to learn more about co- cognitive distortion and how to overcome them read this article so the uh, author of this article actually actually just linked and Um, Yeah, linked an article there, which, you know, should be more about cognitive distortion. Um, Yeah, pretty interesting. So, all or nothing thinking. And this refers to your tendency to evaluate your personal qualities in extreme black or white categories extreme black or white categories. All or nothing thinking forms the basis for perfectionism. It causes you to fear any mistake or imperfection because you will then see yourself as a complete loser and you will feel inadequate and worthless. The technical name for this type of uh, perceptual error is dichotomous dichotomous thinking. Um, And this is actually something that I do Quite see when I'm just not looking at people, but when I just you know deal with other people, that a lot of people just see it as you know really black or white or just you know in the extremes. I myself, I'm a person. I'm just really living in the extremes. I'm either just eating healthy or not eating health. There's nothing in between. Nothing like okay, I will just you know eat something that's you know not that good for my body once. There is not something like this. So especially not not consciously, you know if some people just, you know, put some things in my food, because, you know, for example, my mother, which I'm not assuming, but just thinking about it, you know, this is something I do not just know, Um, but I'm just very, very in the extremes, you know, the same thing with what I'm doing right now, I started immediately, um, okay, no, that's, that's not quite sure, because I actually started with the Instagram channel, or Instagram page, which, you know, wasn't that successful, and wasn't that, you know, well enough, so I didn't, I put too much time into it, but, you know, as I pretty much recognized what kind of, yeah, what what I could do, I really went into the extreme and just, you know, made the podcast, made a YouTube video every single day and maybe even twice and so on and so on and so on. So this is something that, you know, this is just me, but um, this is in a negative way. So I think about myself in in terms of this in a positive way because, you know, this actually just helped me to kind of, yeah, to kind of be me. And and yeah, but you know, if you rather think, okay, I'm a complete loser or I'm winner and there's nothing between, the chances that you're just, you know, either one of these is just 50 50 and that's way too high. You know, if you're just fucking one simple thing up, you're definitely just uh, kind of really feeling bad and this shouldn't be the case. You know, there are a lot of val- variables and there is a lot between bad and good. There's some kind of in between, there's some kind of good and there's some kind of bad, you know, but. Um, Nothing of them all is actually bad, you know, because if you fail at something, this is just another way to learn. And this is definitely something a lot of people, especially through school, um, do not actually know or do not actually quite think about. Because um, in school, it's either you fail quite uh, or you win. You know, this is the exact same thing. And if you win, this is totally bad because you might have to just, you know, do this class again because you failed and, and whatever and this, this is bad, and therefore people in, you know, real life, <laughs> let's say, like, real life in school isn't real life, um, but people, like, in the, you know, economy or, you know, whatever they're doing as a job, they also might feel like, okay, you know, if I'm doing something wrong, this is completely wrong and will never be solved again, and this is, you know, ever written in my, just in my life, on and, you know, so, such dumb things, uh, which doesn't make any sense, so first of all, Failing, as I said, is just actually something good because you learn through them. So why or how could you learn just instead? And actually, um, you can always just change it up, you know, most of the time. Sometimes you might fuck it up completely and then you can't change the thing itself, but you can change what or how you're thinking about it. Overgeneralization: this is definitely something that pisses me on so tremendously, especially on Instagram, but I do just looking forward what they talk about or what they say. So you uh, arbitrarily conclude that one thing that happened to you once will occur over and over again will multiply like the check of spades. Spades, Yeah, spades, what the fuck? What's that? I don't know. So the pain of rejection is generated almost entirely from overgeneralization. This makes sense mental filter. Uh, You pick out a negative detail in any situation and dwell on it exclusively, thus perceiving that the whole situation is negative. The technical name for this process is selective abstractation. And this is actually something a lot of people quite do. I don't know it's because of, you know, the world we're living in, you know, even actually the people shouldn't, because I'm living in the first world, you know. I I'm not just dealing with having no water or having no food or having no clothes. I have everything, and this is something I I should and I am grateful for. And this is something that I'm just really grateful for. And but this is actually something not all of the people are grateful for. So I think, at my point of view, all these poor or you know third world country people, you know, may think about us. Okay, you're so happy and well, you know whatever, but it's actually not. It's it's actually not the thing, which is just making me a little bit sad, because we have everything, I have everything, I do not need to be rich even, you know, what should I do with it? I'm just a person who is just not, you know, kind of using their money, so what would they use my millions for? Um, maybe even for donating, you know, this would actually be something that, that I would like. Um, and this is something that actually because I always think and I always talk about it people who are actually not donating right now with you know the hundredth of their wealth right now which you know might be in terms of me one euro or something (laughs) to be really honest I think Um, but if you're just doing it not right now if you're just not rich or not wealthy or whatever. And if you haven't just that much money right now, you will never do it when you're rich as well. So um, yeah, why won't you just donate a little bit of your wealth or of the money you're having right now? You will totally feel good through it or buy it and it will totally help someone out there, which, you know, or who doesn't have anything or just way less than you're having right now. But um, this is actually, I think, really the case. Um, The people that are now donating actually have always been donating or just, you know, had always just have the mindset of it. I know it doesn't necessarily to be the case that they actually donated the money, but they thought about it and they actually uh, thought about doing it and just made the plans for later doing it on, because I don't know how all the rich people are doing it, so I'm just assuming. And disqualifying the positive an even more spectacular mental Ill- illusion is the persistent tendency of some depressed individuals to transform neutral or even positive experiences into negative ones. Disqualifying the positive one of the most destructive forms of cognitive so disqualifying the positive is one of the most destructive forms of cognitive distortion. And this actually makes sense and I think this is just really something to just not laugh about because this is something that's very extreme at my point of view. If you just can't see, if you can't really see any positive thing in your entire life, in your entire day, in the entire lifetime, you're just, you know, doing whatever you're doing, you can't see anything positive or not even anything neutral. I think this just really fucks with you and um, I think... Um, I'm always thinking about like okay you know if the people actually realize everything is quite soft but I don't think this is so easy you know like I'm just saying it or I'm just thinking about it I think there is just more into um, yeah, depressed people or people who are just not feeling good mentally that they actually like that they are there, that they are actually not seeing the actual real world in the way it is actually the way it is actually uh jumping to conclusions you arbitrarily jump to a negative conclusion that is not justified by the facts or the situation s- s- by the facts of the situation. Two examples of jumping to conclusions are mind reading and the fortune teller error so mind reading you make the assumption that other people are looking down on you and you're so convinced about this that you don't even bother to check it out yeah. This is actually something that could fuck with your mind as well. And the fortune telling... Teller. Okay, I now understand. (laughs) So you imagine that something bad is about to happen, and you take this prediction as a fact, even though it is unrealistic. This is something that actually doesn't seem too crazy or something. This actually seems to be quite normal, or quite just a lot of people are doing this, but, um, you know, if you just maybe exclude the unrealistic stuff. Magnification. Magnification commonly occurs when you look at your own errors, fears, or imperfections and ex- exaggerate their importance. My god, I made a mistake. How terrible, how awful. The world will spread like wildfire. My r- the word will spread like wildfire. My reputation is ruined. This has, al- this has also been called catastro- catastrophizing because you turn commonplace negative events into nightmarish monsters. I just really feel that these are just really just um, you know quite interesting first of all things and also quite things you can learn about and I quite think like okay you know if anybody's you know hearing this that might have any problems or just might know somebody that has problems it's you know might even help them and or just you know let them be able to help others to to really kind of realize what they're going through because as I said I think actually realize and actually just you know being conscious about you know why you're thinking certain things that you're thinking certain things or you're having certain thought patterns that are actually just some kind of you know written down like like this or like these um is fucking important i think this is one of the first i just assume i don't know actually but um i think this could actually be one of the first steps to actually feeling better and just you know getting used to or getting just you know a little bit clearer with yourself So minimization, you inappropriately shrink things until they appear tiny, your own desirable qualities or the other's fellow's imperfections. This is also called the binocular trick. Um, This is actually something you see, um, I think, pretty commonly in just society. A lot of people just, um, a lot of people, um, you know, maybe even or only in my space, they just, you know, think about, okay, yeah, if somebody tells them like, you know, a compliment or just telling them, okay you just did that very great, and, you know, they already say, or they also say, or just, you know, didn't quite say, um, yeah, no, you know, I didn't just do it that well and whatever, even though maybe they even know, okay, you know, this is actually, um, yeah, this is actually, uh, yeah, what I did, and I'm proud of this, even though a lot of people say, like, okay, no, this is not something I'm so proud of, and and whatever, you know what I mean, but I think um, this is, you know, what I just talked about is quite more, you know, in how should I say, and just mental okay people. And the minimization is really something that just, uh, you know, also fucks with your life and you, with your health and mental health and uh, with your head as well. So this is something that I think isn't, uh, is quite the thing. You know, they're not just thinking about like, okay, they only just want to tell people that they are so, so tiny in terms of their confidence or whatever, but they actually think it is. So the emotional reasoning, you take your... Uh, emotions as evidence for the truth your logic I feel like a dud therefore I am a dud this kind of reasoning is misleading because your feelings reflect your thoughts and beliefs and I'm quite always quite thinking if I either know somebody who is just you know pretty much thinking like this or even if I am thinking like this and um, I think this really just could help you as I said so should should statements you try to motivate yourself by saying I should do I should do this or I must do that. Labeling and mislabeling. Personal labeling means creating a complete negative self-image based on your errors. Mislabeling involves describing an event with words that are inaccurate and emotionally heavily loaded. Personalization this distortion is the mother of guilt uh, you assume responsibility for a negative event when there is no basis for doing so your thoughts create your emotions therefore your emotions cannot prove that your thoughts are accurate yeah that's totally true and doesn't mean okay you know only because it's you know one way around it doesn't mean it's the other way around as well you know it totally makes sense for me if you're just really thinking like okay I'm shitty, I'm shitty, I'm shitty, I'm bad, I'm I'm whatever, and you're constantly doing it all the fucking time, the whole day long, your whole life long, I just feel like, you know, you're just also feeling, you know, pretty bad about yourself, and pretty like, okay, you're actually dumb, or you're actually shit, or you're actually, I don't know, the worst person in the fucking world, but that doesn't mean that your thinking is actually right about yourself, only because you're feeling a certain way because you're thinking like this. Doesn't have to be right. Uh, Dr. Aaron Beck said, that it said, a depressed self-image can be characterized by the four Ds. You feel defeated, defective, deserted, and deprived. What is actually deprived? Um, okay. Okay. So at the bottom line, only your own sense of self-worth determines how you feel yes makes sense even though you know the point is if you know maybe you're just giving some people the opportunity or really the power to just kind of control your emotions and you're kind of really just uh yeah you need them to be happy or you need them to be just loved or you need them to be whatever and um or you need them to feel good, and or you need them to just feel like you have some kind of a worth. And, um, you know, you know, this makes sense that, you know, you do at these certain times and, and time points feel good about yourself, and feel good about what you're doing, and uh, who you are, and, and whatever, but um, um, it also makes sense that you actually should just, you know, be happy with yourself as well, so... Um, yeah definitely you should be but i'm I'm just thinking about okay um, um yeah, so I only just wanted to see okay if actually, and I do just kind of um, kind of set quite a difference about what this is or what this actually um this 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 paragraph says, which you know seems to be true for me at least, so I quite feel like okay, um it actually makes sense that people let you feel, you know, uh, worth a lot more, even though it's not you or you that is feeling about you, but rather the people just let you feel in this way. So whatever, <laughs> whatever. And um, specific methods for boosting self-esteem. Is this actually? Yeah. This should I? Yes, I should. So specific methods for boosting self-esteem. Talk back to that internal critic totally true and totally asking yourself you know if this internal critic says you're bad at this and you will never be able to do this ask them why why would i never be able to do this why am i bad and even though you he might say it because you failed once this is complete shit and this is then something as well at my point of view at least this is something you should realize or you have to realize okay this is not actually true that you know only because you made one thing you know, you did did a did a mistake. Once it doesn't mean that you will always make a mistake, or this whole thing is completely fucked and it will never change, or something like that. It doesn't mean that. Um, but yeah. And uh, the second one is train yourself to recognize and write down the self-critical thoughts as they go through your mind. This is actually I think actually quite the the first thing you should do. And uh, not like I said it, but you know actually just seeing okay, you are actually just thinking you about yourself or thinking about something in your mind in a critical way or in a self-critical way, you know, being critical or um, not critical, but um, it's not critical, I think, it's skeptical, it's more skeptical, and, you know, being a little bit skeptical is, or is it is, um yeah, yeah, I don't know, I would rather say skeptical about certain things, especially reading on the internet or reading in books even. It's always good to have your brain and your your own thoughts and to really just evaluate the things you're reading and you're learning and whatever. And always ask yourself, you know, could this be true? Could this be actually the thing? Could this actually be something that's, you know, right or, or whatever? Uh, learn why these thoughts are distorted which just means, okay, you should actually put them into these certain things they pointed out before and actually see, okay, does this fit in this certain category or in this certain point they made? And then go on to the next and to the next and to the next. And if you see, okay, everything is okay, everything is okay. And if you see, okay, you know, this is stuck in that, then actually just think about it, why it might be like this, because they actually some kind of explain it. And then maybe you even, you know, are kind of just, you know, feeling better about yourself already. The fourth one is practice talking back to them so as so as to develop a more realistic self-evaluation system. Uh this makes sense, you know, talking back, asking questions, like I said. And this is actually also one of the reasons why I think that motivational speakers speeches um are very important and very good to, to just listen to because you really create the system in your brain subconsciously. That you are worth something, that you have the motivation to do X, that you can do that, that you are not a bad person, that um, whatever, you know, they talk about these motivational speeches, there are a lot of them and there are a lot of topics they're talking about in them. Um, So therefore, I think there should be something for everyone in in these speeches, especially from Les Brown and Sig Sigler or Norman Vincent Lee or Eric Thompson or Thomas, Eric Thomas actually, I always said Thompson, (laughs) but he's actually called Thomas. But yeah, and the triple column technique, yeah, this should be the last one. There you can see, actually, I hope you can see it. Uh, The first column is actually automatic thought. The second one is cognitive distortion. And the third one is rational response. Ask yourself, what thoughts are going through my mind right now? What am I saying to myself? And why is this upsetting me? And when you are down... Uh, when you are down on yourself you might find it helpful to ask what you actually mean when you try to define your true identity with a ne- negative label such as a fool a shame a stupid a stupid dope etc once you begin to pick these destructive labels apart you will find they are arbitrary and meaningless they actually cloud the issue creating confusion and despair once uh, rid of them you can find you can define a copy Or cope with any real problem that exists. I think it's great that I point out a real problem because actually, this just means okay, you're just creating artificial or synthetic problems for yourself, which means for me quite that, you know, we are talking or, you know, thinking in a negative way about us that, um, so that we actually kind of think like, okay, this is actually the truth, even though this is just something that's, you know, our head says something that we subconsciously tell us and so on but i just really really suggest to go through just a lot of motivational speeches listening to them over and over again if you just really uh if you really see that you are just some kind of depressed or you are not feeling but good about yourself and you know all these things you know that tremendously helped me and they in my point of view at least kind of created a base for who i am right now and i'm fucking happy with me you know i I know my qualities, I know what I'm shit at, and that's definitely spelling. I can't spell for shit, you know. this is. I can't do it in German, I'm not pretty much able to do it in English as well, maybe. But, you know, actually, in English it's doing a little bit better, because maybe I just, you know, like the language more. <laughs> which is actually, you know, the total thought about, okay, I do not like my mother tongue as as well as, you know, a speech that or a language that I just, you know have been learning for a few years okay actually eight years but um but yeah so I think and I hope you got something out of this Um but yeah so with that being said I wish you a wonderful day or night and yeah the best happiness happiness is fucking important go for happiness um, but also success wealth health and I hope you're giving back something because this is also the way to go and do not forget about your legacy your legacy is fucking important At least, you know, I think about it as important. And I'll see you the next time. I see you.